every time you have an experience, the neurons in your brain relevant to that experience create stronger neural connections and new synapses. So literally, when you focus on gratitude consistently or anything you focus on consistently kind of reaffirms a pathway for that focus. So um, it's actually like changing the way that your brain works. Maya Angelou once said, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Join us as we explore questions big and small to gain a little more insight into ourselves, each other, and the world around us. I'm Ryan. I'm Jenny. And we are Have a Little Insight. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Have a Little Insight. Ryan and I are here. We are recording from our individual homes right now as we are practicing all of the recommended self-isolation things from the government with the COVID-19 outbreak. So if the sound quality is not as good as normal, please forgive us. We're going to talk to you today about the power of gratitude. What is gratitude? What is a gratitude practice? How Ryan and I practice it? and how it's changed our life. We'll share a little bit about the science behind it too, in hopes that you know we can bring a little something extra to you today. We're also taking the podcast in a bit of a new direction from here on out, so we thought we'd let you know. We're gonna be really working from a self-help motivational perspective. So Ryan and I have both worked for a really long time on um, different self-help practices or things to help improve our motivation or our self-esteem. We both suffer from anxiety, so dealing with our anxiety in different ways. And we just thought that that might be the best way that we could bring a little bit more value to you guys. So welcome. To yeah. Us. And yeah. And uh, I just wanted to add in, like, for me, one of the hopes is to add some type of practicality to doing self-help, because I think a lot of the time there's a lot of motivation and inspiration out there but it's just like getting you pumped up to go nowhere. So I really like, like leaning in a little more to understanding like what certain practices are and what you can do to use them and what kind of benefits they provide for you. And just like having an actionable step to take of like where to start, I think is very important. Because a lot of the time people that I've come across have said, well, I, I really want to work on myself or I really want to implement this, but I just don't know how to do it or I don't know where to start. So hoping that maybe we can um, give you that. Yeah. Getting started is often also the hardest part and sticking with something new. So I agree with Ryan. It's important to add things in. Um, so we will talk to you about how to practice and how and different tools that we use and different tools that are out there when we do um, launch an episode for you. So with that, let's get started on episode three and the power of gratitude. Perfect. So uh, I'm definitely grateful that we have Zoom to be able to record this podcast. <laughs> True story. There has been, um, I am glad that we're still able to record. I don't know. Well, I left my house today to go pick up my mom because she was on a walk and just like she had been out for like two and a half hours and she's like I really have to get home so even though it's a very difficult time it is there is a lot of things still to be grateful for like zoom I'm really grateful that we can still record and that we've been in touch and still like able to talk and like connect with the people who are important to you 
us. Yeah, because it's uh, it's ultimately just being thankful for things that you have in your life currently. And because a lot of the time, I think there's a focus on what we lack versus what we have. And this can be a way to count your blessings and just keep a focus on what it is that you're already grateful for having in your life and showing appreciation for that. Yeah, I mean, the definition of gratitude is exactly what you said, the quality of being thankful and a readiness to show appreciation for and to return in kindness. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk first about gratitude, Ryan, and what your practice is, or if you want me to go first. Well, we both do the five-minute journal, uh, yep. which I think we've mentioned before, but this is more specifically connected to gratitude in general. Yeah. So um, I, I think I can let you start with that because you got me introduced to it in the first place. Yeah. I mean, we have a really great friendship that way where we introduce each other to a lot of different things, which is really nice. Um, <clears throat> just as like a kickback to you, you started meditating first and now I've started meditating every day. So we do practice what we preach people or we try really hard. Um, <laughs> One of the things I want to start out with is when you do start a new practice, and this is something I'm really bad for, is having really high expectations of myself and thinking mm. I need to be perfect. And something you told me, Ryan, because I had stopped doing my five-minute journal, was you were like, I just do it for me. So if I do it when I wake up, whatever. If I do it an hour and a half later with my coffee, that's good too. And that made it a lot more feasible for me to re-kickstart my practice. So Yeah, because I think... That. I think implementing any type of practice, but especially something like this, it's like, it's not, it shouldn't be something that's difficult. Like you shouldn't have to like, you know, pull up, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and be like, I got to get up at 9am every day and sit in front of this journal for five minutes. It's like, in reality, that might not happen, you know? So for me, it's just a practice that I do for myself whenever I can do it. And like, I, yes, I do it every day. Do I do it at the same time every day? No but that doesn't matter because no one else is like proofreading what I write. No one's checking in with me other than myself. So why make it this really rigid structure that I can't meet? Like I'm just setting myself up for failure. But if I just say like, I'm going to do it every day and I do, but without any time limit or time frame, then it's just easier for me to feel good about doing it at all. Yeah. You're setting yourself up to hit your goal and it, like I said, you mentioning that to me really got me to um, get back into my practice. So yeah. now we'll get to the five minute mm -hmm. journal. So I will talk about my experience first, but I was introduced to the five minute journal from, I follow Tim Ferriss. So I'm pretty sure that's where I heard about it originally is from Tim Ferriss. He's a long time practicer of the five minute journal. Um, it's one of two gratitude practices that I do, but I started doing, so the five minute journal is a hardcover journal. It's produced by a company called Intelligent Change, and you'll find a link to the journal and their webpage in our show notes if you do want to check it out. Um, it's a structured journal. It literally takes about five minutes a day and we'll provide pictures with like example pages and stuff, but all the pages are blank. Essentially you date the page, there's either a quote or once a week, there's a weekly challenge that you issue in the morning, whatever morning is for you. You write down three things you're grateful for, three things that might make your day great, and a daily affirmation about who, just like a daily affirmation for yourself. 
And then at the end of the day, it asks you to write three amazing things that happened and how you could have made your day even better. Um, so literally one of the easiest, shortest, most concise practices. The reason I started actually doing the five minute journal after I'd heard about it a long time ago was I was in a very difficult time in my life. And I had been going through what probably could be described as a state of depression. And I was having a really hard time seeing positive things in my life, even though there was a lot of positive things going on. I have really great friends. I have a great family, but things just felt so hard that everything felt negative. Um, and it was really hard to see the positive things in my life, even though I wasn't trying to be negative, unhappy. And then I just thought one day, okay, things are not great, but there has to be good stuff going on. So I bought the journal as a way to kind of help me focus on the good things. And it's just so simple and so easy to keep up with that I've been doing it for, I guess, almost a year now, off and on. Sometimes I stop, sometimes I start. And like Ryan said, I'm not perfect with it. Sometimes I don't do my three amazing things at night. And then I just do it the next morning when I do the next morning. And I just date it like a different date, just so I know I did it later. Um, just for me, you don't have to. Um, and at first I found it was really hard to think about things that I was grateful for. It was actually difficult. Like I found I had to sit there for a little bit and be like, did anything good happen today? Like what good things are happening? And I would slowly write down like three good things that happened in my day or <clears throat> vice versa in the morning, three amazing things that I was grateful for. But over time, I find now the journal gets quicker and quicker and it's easier and easier for me to focus on things that I'm positive about. Like now I open my journal in the morning and I'm like, oh, only three things? Like there's so many good things that are happening. And it really brought a shift in my focus and in my mentality into a realm of like possibility and gratitude. So instead of feeling stuck and negative, I felt like more things were possible. And the other thing I love about it is it's a super great documentation of like great things that happen in your life that you might not otherwise remember. Like if I just flip back to a random page right now and I look, it's like, oh, funny, this one's about you, Ryan. It's like February 1st, 2020, three amazing things that happened today. Ryan gave me a great hug after work. Like it can be really oh. simple things. Yeah. For those of you who <laughs> yeah. don't know, Ryan and I have really good hugs. but. Um, Ryan's an excellent hugger, but, um, that was just like a really, you want, you want the proof thing. you want, you want the proof. Come find me. Yeah. Come find him during the pandemic and he'll give you all the hugs people. One day we'll just put Ryan outside with a sign for free hugs and we'll videotape it and we'll put it up. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it can be the simplest things in your day that make your day is kind of the point. And I just flipped to a random page. It just happened to be about you. One of the three things I wrote that day which is a great coincidence for recording this, but yeah. What's your experience been like with the five minute journal? Well, I found when I first started, it was a little bit more difficult. Like I kind of be like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do this. But I originally started doing it because you told me about it. And I thought, you know what, like this might be something that could be beneficial for me because I found that a lot of the time in my life, I'm trying to be positive and be there for other people. And as soon as somebody is like, you know, beating, beating themselves down and being really negative about like, oh, why me? Why did this happen? Or like, this is really shitty. I'm always like, you know, there's, there's, there's always a brighter side to try to see and like try to talk them through it. But I don't really do that for myself. I just mm -hmm. like stay in that kind of like negative sphere. 
So this has been a way to kind of help me just rehash like what I know I'm already grateful for and just remind myself of that. But then also it just built up over time. And now there's like these little things that I can be grateful for, like something just, you know, I wake up in the morning and there's breakfast ready for me in the fridge and I have coffee fresh, ready to go. Like those kind of things are just, those little things go a long way. And again, yeah, it did become easier over time. And I noticed time and time again, there's kind of like a basis of five things that I'm always grateful for. And that's like having good family and friends in my life, having a good support system. Like I know I have help there if I ever need it. And just reminding myself of those things, it gets easier and easier. And now I find myself actually because of that, reaching out to people more, being more honest when I'm stuck or I need help, which I just hadn't really ever done before. And the, the journal itself has a bit of a structure that it, it uh, tells you to follow. But again, it's, it's a practice for yourself. Like you're doing it for you. It's your journal. No one else really has to read it unless you want them to. But I started trying to follow it. And then I'd be like, oh, I didn't do it this morning and get like angry at myself. But I'm like, who cares? I'm doing it for me. I, I, I skipped a day. So what? I'll just go and write something else or just like, do that day and then do the day that I'm actually on, you know? So it's just been really nice overall and offered a lot of more positive benefit throughout my day. And at the end of the day, when it's like three amazing things that happened, it's a good way to remind myself, like, even though today might've not been the best day, like maybe something like really big happened that wasn't so great. I can still find like one thing that was good about the day in general. And that's like a nice way to end, end off on a good note before you go to sleep. Mm. Yeah, it's true. I like that. It's just about like ending your day on a positive note. I never totally thought about it that way, but it's focusing your day at the beginning of your day. If you want to get like, if we think about it technically like that, and I never have, it's starting your day out on a positive note and ending your day on a positive note. Um, Because it's true, no matter how hard your day is, there's usually something good, at least one, hopefully three things that happen for everybody. And from here, I wanted to jump into something that you mentioned to me that I, that actually they kind of mention in the journal, in the, in the introduction is just sharing some favorite moments or things that you're grateful for with a loved one or any, anyone that you have a relationship for that matter. Like if you are still living at home, sharing that with uh, a sibling or a family member or uh, with a roommate even, or your significant other. And it just like what you mentioned before, it just sets you off in like this really good starting point at the end, like you come home from work and instead of being like, oh, everything was stupid and people complained and blah, blah, blah. You're like, hey, I had one really cool conversation with this person tonight and this is how it went. And like, it was, it was amazing. And that just starts you off at such a good point. Yeah, it really helps create a balance. And it's interesting that you mentioned that about sharing because I find that's like an evolution of my gratitude practice. I found in the beginning, I was just writing stuff down for me. But I find the further along I get into it, the more I'm willing to just like open up my journal and talk about things I'm grateful for that I've written down or that I'm more willing to just reach out to somebody and be like, hey, I really appreciated this, whether it's a close friend or family member or a stranger. But life can be really hard and it's really nice for the people we're close to to know like hey we're appreciated here's a little bit of light you know here's like you're not unnoticed like 
it's just about being really thankful for the good things that you have. And I think sharing that is important because it just kind of spreads that joy. Yeah. And even something small can go a long way, like saying thank you or just showing appreciation. Like for example, with what's going on right now, like I had a friend of mine reach out to me online and say, Hey, you know, me and my friends figured out a way to do Jackbox online and, and share the screen. So if you want to jump in and, and log on with us, then you can. And I just never thought that that was something that was possible. Like I, I just not very technologically savvy, <laughs> but it ended up being a lot of fun. And just, just a short little message afterwards to say, you know what, thanks for, thanks for thinking of me. And I really appreciated it. And like, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It makes a big difference for sure. In my relationships too. I find it's like, I don't know. It's huge to just thank people for the things that they give you during your day. And it's all part of that, mm -hmm. right? It's all part of the power of gratitude. So. Yeah. Yeah. And one other small thing that I've thought of too, through this was the fact that, uh, especially working in the service industry, there tends to be a more of a bigger focus on negative reviews or discussions around like having a bad experience. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you have a good experience, you only share it with people you're close with, right? You're like, oh my God, go check out this restaurant. It's the best place, of, like best service, great food, all that stuff, right? But how often do we go home and take like those couple minutes just to post a really positive review for somewhere to kind of out, to counteract like the negative? Yeah. And we're going to get into a little bit about that, I think, when we talk about the science, because I think we read a lot of the same articles. Um, mm -hmm. But it's true, like what you, there's a line, I'm pretty sure I have it right, but what you like insist persists. So if you're constantly yeah. focusing on the negative, more negativity is gonna come into your light. And it's true, especially in like service industry or travel and tourism. And even now with like everything that we're facing on a global perspective, it's really important to say, to say thank you. And it's not just enriching as an individual, it's enriching for other people. Um, and when we get into the science too, even if you're not at the point where you want to share, I just want to say this right now because it's coming up. When you start your gratitude practice, don't feel like you need to share right away. Um, mm -hmm. We'll talk about it in the science, but the science literally shows you that whether you share your gratitude or not, just practicing it will increase the joy and happiness in your life. So yeah, because at the end of the day, it's it's a practice, right? Like if you yeah. are consistently if you're consistently working out, then you're going to notice benefits after like a month, two months, whatever the case is, right? Whether you're bodybuilding or like you notice that you can run longer distances, all that stuff takes time. So if you start practicing gratitude and you consistently stay with it, then you'll start to notice like at first you're kind of just like, okay, whatever, I'm grateful for this. Then you notice you're writing it and you got a bit of a smile on your face. And then you notice that you're starting to share it more with people and it all builds up. Right. And then eventually like that 51% of you is more positively driven to notice things you're grateful for versus the negative. And it just makes me personally feel like more things are possible when I'm focusing on what's going well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have any other, other, cause I have one other gratitude practice that I do that doesn't involve just me, but I don't know. Do you have any other <laughs> gratitude practices that you do? Uh, there was one that I remembered. I, I haven't done it in a while, but I remember trying it at first and it kind of pumped me up a little bit, but there's, uh, it's from Tony Robbins. It's called a priming exercise. Oh, I remember when you were doing the priming exercise. I remember hearing that podcast yeah. too. I never listened to it, but 
I, I could go back again and start doing it. But anyway, it's, there's a free video of him doing the exercise at one of his live events. And we can leave a link in the show notes as well to uh, his website where he talks about what it is and like why it's beneficial and like the, the influence that it can have on you. And it's basically, to sum it up, is this very short, like 10 minute exercise where you're doing some deep breathing and you're like moving your arms to do, get some physical action in there. And then he's giving you prompts of like things that you are grateful for, uh, things that you want to accomplish in your day. And it just like, kind of like setting, your, setting up your mind for success in a sense. Mm, I like that too. My, <coughs> sorry, I have a bit of a cough. Um, my other gratitude practice kind of happened by accident. So I had already been doing the five minute journal for a long time. And um, something I do, and Ryan, I've already told you about this, but my girlfriend and I do something called top moments. And it's kind of like our own little gratitude practice. It's super cool. Um, so basically, anytime after we go on a date, whenever the next time is that we talk, we're like, what was your favorite part about the date? Like, well, what was your top moment? And maybe it's one or maybe it's two or three, but it just really gives us a time to like, gives us a moment to just reflect back to why it went well, why we're together, why the date was fun, why life is fun. Um, and it's really neat in terms of just like keeping the appreciation for our relationship. Um, mm. And it wasn't even my idea, it was her idea, but it's, a, <laughs> it's like our, just to give credit where credit is due, but <laughs> it's just like, it was a really interesting experience because at first it was really intimidating. Like, it's like how I didn't share my five minute journal. She asked me, she's like, so what was your favorite part about our date? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? People don't share those things out loud. You, you want me to tell you my inner thoughts. Okay. That's, that's like super vulnerable. But over time it's become super fun and like a way to keep track of like really great things that happen in our relationship. So um, that's just another way that I practice gratitude. And uh, other than just telling people when I see them, like thanking the barista for the coffee that they give me and just showing appreciation in general for stuff that people do. So, yeah. No, I really like that one as well. And I think that that's a good one that a lot of people that maybe feel like they're in a relationship that it's going through a bit of a struggle phase mm. um, that they that they could try to implement to maybe you know boost up the morale a little bit. It's really funny. Last note because this isn't a podcast episode on relationships, but have you seen the movie A Marriage Story on Netflix? I have not. Oh my god. Anyways, gut wrenchingly sad, but it kind of they have this neat little the so. I won't give anything away, but in the very beginning of the movie, these two people are going to therapy together because they're thinking about separating. And their therapist has them write a letter about the other person, about all the things that are amazing about the other person. And um, anyways, it's just a really, it just brought to mind like the reminder of, cause they have a relationship that's a little bit in trouble and just giving them a little bit of perspective of why they got together in the first place, what's really good about the other person, because sometimes when we do get into ruts in relationship, we lose track of the positive things and what's really going well, just like in our personal life when we get into a little bit of a funk. So, yeah. yeah. 
so I think in terms of some of the benefits and the, the science of it, we have mentioned a couple things already, but we could get a little bit deeper into them. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. So we mentioned about, you know, overall happiness, like you said, you even feeling like things are more possible. Um, just <clears throat> putting yourself in more into that mindset of what you are grateful for helps you like cultivate a little bit more happiness and more positivity. Yeah. Um, you sent me an article. Um, well, there's a lot of different things that I found when we were doing research for the, um, for this episode, but you sent me an article that was super interesting um, called what you focus on and how our brains work. And mm. it was super fascinating that what you basically like focusing on gratitude or positive things, it actually, so the way our brains work is depending basically what the article said and correct me if I'm wrong is depending on the, every time you have an experience, the neurons in your brain relevant to that experience create stronger neural connections and new synapses. So literally when you focus on gratitude consistently or anything you focus on consistently kind of reaffirms a pathway for that focus. So um, it's actually like changing the way that your brain works on a, um, a physiological or like, is that the right word? I think so. Maybe we'll go. Anyway, basically the structure of your brain, because we're not scientists, changes depending on what you focus on, which is super fascinating. And I don't know, this floored me, but it said that your brain will build and change no matter what. So it's important that you build it the way that you want to build it. And that's why focus and practicing especially is so important because focus doesn't come overnight. Yeah, it's it's this conditioning of your of yourself and, and how you are thinking about your life and how you perceive situations. Mm -hmm. So you either make the call to start conditioning yourself or other outside things are going to condition you. Either way, your brain's going to set a pathway for the way it wants to think. So think the way that you want or think the way the world is telling you to basically yeah and, and and understanding that that can happen and not even just with a gratitude uh scope but in anything really is like you can change your own perception over time rather than allowing your perception to be changed by anything else mm -hmm. um did you read the did you read the berkeley study too it was about how gratitude changes your brain yes yeah, so this was super neat too. They, um, at Berkeley, they studied 300 adults, mostly college students who were seeking mental health counseling, and they divided them into three different groups. Group one had to write a letter of gratitude each week. Group two had to write about their deepest negative thoughts. That sounds super fun. Yeah. Super fun. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I love about these studies. It's like, okay, you're in the shit group. Uh, <laughs> so have fun with that. <laughs> You get to be super negative and pessimistic and we're going to see what happens to you. Unless you enjoy that for some reason, but. Well, we all kind of enjoy being negative sometimes. I mean, it's fun to vent and you have to get out your crap, but. Yeah. And I think that's one important thing to interject here is like negativity in itself is not necessarily bad. It's going to happen no matter what. It's a part of everyone's life. 
like don't ignore it. I don't say that there's no negativity, but just there's more of a focus on the gratitude and the positive versus the negative. So like if you are in a negative situation, you can say, okay, like even though this is bad, I can still be grateful for this. In, yeah. In, in a sense. Negativity also wakes us out to areas of our life, I think, that aren't working or that mm. aren't in line with who we are or our values. Um, so like if you hate your job or if you're constantly fighting with your partner or whatever your negative situation would be, if you're constantly basically complaining about something, I personally feel like that's an indication being like something's not in line here with who I am or how I want my life to be or how I want to feel in my life. So negativity, yeah. even though it's negative, is actually kind of just like a guiding force to be like, hey, maybe I'm going a little bit the wrong way right now. Like I need to check in and evaluate. Am I just having a hard time or do I need to like readjust? Yeah, it can be a, it can be a call to action. Yeah, that's a great word for it. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the, so the study had three people writing uh, something they're grateful for, and then three people saying their, or saying things that they're negative, or their negative inner thoughts. Yeah, so the group one, group two, and then group three did nothing, and all three groups received counseling. And what they found was group one reported feeling significantly better compared to the two other control groups. <laughs> and the main insights that they took away from the study were Gratitude unshackled people from negative emotions, which is mainly what we've talked about. It helps even if you don't share it with someone, with, share it with anyone, which is what we talked about before. We also talked about patience and how practices take time. And this study said that benefits take time and that yeah. the effects of this practice are long lasting. And I think that ties back kind of to the Hey Sigmund article, even though this study and that article aren't related, is that you're creating long lasting impressions on how your brain works and how your mindset works moving forward in your life. And those things stick with you. Yeah. And I think over time, the, the bigger benefits that you start to notice is like, you might feel a, a greater sense of well being. You might be like you said that, that you can handle change or challenges better um, with like a better approach. And it, it can even be good for reducing your stress because you, you kind of know like there's always something there to, to lean on or to go back to, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the one thing that I thought was really cool with getting more into meditation, and I think it was one of the videos that you sent me, but the one thing that stuck out for me in that was the Eckhart Tolle bit where he said like something along the lines of, being grateful can bring you back into the present moment. Mm. So it's just this idea of like, what can you be grateful for that's happening in your life currently right now? Ooh, maybe we should end the episode with that because it's a pretty difficult time. You can do like <laughs> three little things we're grateful for and then maybe people can send us their gratitude things in response. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have anything else before we wrap up? Um, not really. We'll go straight to takeaways. I just wanted to hit on the five minute journal. So on their webpage, I just wanted to say, just wanted to hit on what they say the outcomes of the five minute journal are and that they've noticed their studies on the five minute journal. So on their website, they said it doing the five minute journal every day creates greater connection to others. It increases personal joy. It can provide better sleep. 
it allowed people to exercise more regularly and it actually lowered symptoms of people's physical pain. So, Hmm. um, and you mentioned this and they basically said that like on a subconscious level, gratitude journaling helps counterbalance negative bias, which is our mind's ability to pick out negative situations over the positive. So like this super great thing happened today. This super great thing happened today. This super great thing happened today. This super great thing happened. Somebody rear-ended my car and it's going to cost me $500 and all of our energy goes towards focusing on the fact that somebody rear-ended us. And that's what negative bias is. And gratitude journaling helps counteract that. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got. So yeah, uh, whether it's with a journal or not, or any other type of practice, whether it's just like in your meditation, if you do that and you think about things you're grateful for, like I'm sure there's guided meditations that follow along a path more in the, in a gratitude sphere. And I'm sure like I, even, even on the go, like I'll bring my journal with me if I go on a trip or go somewhere, but I also keep notes in my phone. Like I'm sure everyone's phone has like a, a little notepad and you can just write stuff in there mm-hmm. or whether you just like take five minutes to sit and think about it, whatever the, the whatever the way that you do it is. Uh, if you do a type of practice for gratitude, let us know what it is. Or if there's anything we didn't touch on that you think is interesting, let us know. And uh, also let us know a couple things you're grateful for, especially right now in this time of uh, self-isolation and lockdown and quarantine. Yeah, this is a, it's a pretty crazy time for sure. Um, And that's something that you'll hear us talk about, I think, regularly moving forward is that it doesn't really matter how you practice something. You don't have to do it the way that I do it or the way that Ryan does it or the way that anybody else tells you to do it. You need to find the way that works for you because we're all individuals and everything's a little bit different. So it doesn't matter whether you want to use a bullet journal or whether you use a whiteboard and you write it down every day or whether you want to use audio recording. Um, There's lots of different options out there. The five minute journal is just one of them. You can, of course, write it in your own journal, but whatever works best for you that you can keep consistent is um, definitely what we encourage you to do. Yeah, because it's self-help. You're helping yourself. It's personal development. You're developing your personal self. So there's no right or wrong way to do it necessarily. It's just whatever works best for you and stick to that if, it's, if, if you're noticing improvements. Mm-hmm. Build your person. Um, yeah. So like Ryan said, we'd love to hear what you're grateful for. Maybe we'll kick off the end of this episode. Like I said, what are, it's, it's a difficult time. There's a global pandemic. A lot of, um, people are under isolation. I know we are in Ottawa right now. We're encouraged not to leave our houses and unless encouraged it politely encouraged for now. Anyway, there's no military, there's no military in the streets yet. Not yet. Not yet. We are currently politely encouraged to maintain social distancing and um, stay home as much as possible. And as social beings, that can be pretty hard. But um, and please, if you have extra TP stored anywhere, please share. <laughs> just, just share in general. Now is just, time just like even even time. half a roll, even half a roll. You know. Yeah. Like this is a time, there's a lot of opportunity right now. And something I said the other day was um, we can look at all the limitations that come from 
um, this time. Obviously, there's a lot of negative things happening. I mean, it's never nice to see what's happening now, what's happening. But you can look at all the limitations it's been placing on your life, or you can look at all of the opportunities. Um, and just being a bit aware of both, I find, really helps me. So I, I'm really grateful. I mean, my life was running super fast. We're running this podcast. We both work in a restaurant. We both go to school. And I, we were both in relationships and I found that like, I was just scheduled dot to dot to dot to dot to dot before the pandemic came. And I didn't even realize how tired I was. So even though this isn't necessarily a positive thing, I'm really grateful for the amount of time that it's given me to slow down and to just focus on school and connecting with people and working on, have a little insight and hopefully helping more people out there. Yeah, even uh, for me, definitely having the chance to just like slow down and like feeling a sense of calm more frequently throughout my day mm-hmm. and not feeling like I have to go to the next thing and the next thing. But I also have just been taking advantage of certain privileges that I have access to, like using YouTube for yoga videos and like just home workout videos that don't require any weight and just like doing it for health, not for anything. Uh, specifically uh, physicality wise and I recently signed up for the Mark Manson uh, subscription which is like six dollars a month and I think right now a lot of us can at least afford six dollars a month for something of a subscription and there's a lot of things that are free like people are offering free classes where you can tune into um, like Facebook and Instagram live videos of these guy of uh, artists doing concerts like there's a lot out there if you just look and use your time to find something like maybe a hobby that you haven't really thought about in a while, but you've always wanted to start and just see if there's any way that you can do it free or cheap. Yeah, there's, that's another thing to look at right now and be grateful for is there is a lot of um, innovation, generosity, kindness going on with all of the kids like not going to school. I know that scholastic and different like online education and different education sources for kids have been releasing a lot of free content for parents whose kids are at home if daycare is not available and school is not available there's a lot of educational resources that have been being released too um hydro ottawa just cut um hydro rates so we used to have like tiered hydro and now because of the situation um they're just charging the base level amount for hydro. So there's a lot of pitching in together in community that's happening that we wouldn't normally see, which is something really great that's coming out of this. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. So we are have a little insight. Yep, uh, yep. You can find us on Facebook. Just search that title. Uh, we're also on Instagram, but under there we are at Hallie Podcast, H-A-L-I Podcast. You can send us an email at haveallittleinsight at gmail.com or you can check out our website, haveallittleinsight.com or .ca, which will bring you to the same place. And you can listen on iTunes or Spotify and we post audio recordings of every episode on our website that Ryan just mentioned as well. So lots of places to listen. And we would love to hear any gratitude practice that you're doing that might be a little bit different or the same that we talked about and how you find it and what you've taken away from it it's all about community and connecting and we'd really like to help generate that so please share whatever 
insights and feedback you might have. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, I feel pretty good. So peace out, stay grateful, stay sane, stay clean. Yeah, <laughs> keep washing your hands, don't touch your mouth, your nose, your eyes, whatever it is. But more importantly, keep staying connected. Um, there's yeah. a lot of great technological options. It is an isolation, but we're lucky we live in an age where there's a lot of different ways to connect to the people that matter to us. Um, be kind, offer to pick up groceries for your senior next door neighbor and just leave them on the doorstep. And like Ryan said, share your TP, even if it's just half a roll. <laughs> yeah, we should be practicing physical distancing, but we can still be social. Exactly, we can still be emotionally close. All right. Goodbye, friends. Until next time, we'll see you on episode four. Thanks for tuning in.